Hi, everyone. Really excited for this week's episode of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. We dive deep with Brent Lutz, Melfort's Community Development Manager, on why Melfort is such a great place to live, work, play, and invest in. It's a great little city, and I'm very happy we could get Brent on. Hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast where we chat with real estate experts from across the province to learn what's happening in the real estate market. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. So we're joined here today by Melford's Director of Development, Planning and Community Relations, Brent Lutz. Uh, Brent, let's kick this off with you. Can you give us some of your background and your role with the City of Melford? Okay, well, I work for the City of Melford as the uh, Director of Development, Planning and Community Relations. Uh, in smaller cities, you have to wear multiple hats, and so my title is is a little bit longer. But uh, part of what I do uh, is I work on economic development and uh, community planning for our city for future growth, and that puts me directly working with uh, developers and property owners when it comes to uh, developing property or even investment property owners when it comes to acquiring property. Fantastic. So taking a snapshot of the city of Melfort, can you give us a breakdown of some of the demographics, the population? Well, uh, Saskatchewan has 12 cities and and, uh, Melfort is uh, one of the smaller cities in Saskatchewan, but not the smallest. Uh, And we have a population of about 6,000 people that live right within the community. And we serve probably a population of 20,000 people that leave, live within 15 minutes of our community. So this becomes their, their center for all of their services, whether it's to get their mail or, or to acquire their provisions or for recreation and, and other uh, entertainment, et cetera. So, so our community size is probably around 20,000 people, but those that live right in the uh, city of Melford, about 6,000 people. What would be the big economic drivers in the city? Well, we're right in the heart of uh, agricultural uh, heartland in Saskatchewan here. So agriculture is a, is a big, plays a big part. Uh, so in our surrounding areas, many uh, of the people are involved in agriculture, own farms. Uh, the community itself is the largest uh, center in the region. And so we are the service center, whether it means for agricultural uh, services or for other services like retail shopping or healthcare or education. Uh, our legal services when it comes to accounting and lawyers, et cetera. So uh, a lot of people come to Melford to acquire those services that live in this region. And so, of course, a lot of people that live in the city work in those various industries serving people. So staying on that topic, are there certain amenities that those 20,000 people uh, go to Melford specifically for? Well, we certainly pride ourselves on our quality of life and lifestyle is, is what we work on and promoting for in, the, in the city itself. Uh, we branded ourselves oh, about five, six years ago as Play Melford. And really what that message means is that, that we really value recreational opportunities for people of all ages, uh, young families uh, to seniors to, to children. And so we've really focused on uh, basically having top-notch recreation facilities and opportunities for people that live here so that they can have uh, a fuller and more complete lifestyle. Uh, you know, we've worked on other areas in addition to recreation. We've uh, established uh, healthcare as something that's very important for people where they choose to live. And uh, so uh, three years ago, we opened a wellness center that's attached to our regional hospital. And the city is certainly actively involved in, in adding uh, healthcare uh, services to the community. Uh, this past year, we opened a uh, teleport that 
transfers patients directly from our hospital to uh, Royal University Hospital in Saskatoon. Uh, that's shortened a, a trauma trip to, to get medical services by almost an hour for people. Uh, in addition, uh, this coming year, uh, CT services will be added to the hospital as well. So those are important uh, factors when people are deciding where to live or where to retire is what services are available to them. And, and we're actively involved in, in trying to always enhance that. Fantastic. Yeah, being from the area, I know that Melford has a great mix of everything that you need to get in that that small city environment. And so going back to what you were talking about, when people are deciding to move to a place, there's a lot of different factors, and there can be different age groups within that. What would we say, does Melford have a a good mix of, of all ages and types? Yeah, I think historically, people would think of, of, uh, uh, centers like Melford that, that maybe their retirement center and that there's more older folks than there are younger folks, but certainly our, our average uh, age is, is below the, the provincial average. Uh, and uh, we see people of all ages. Melford uh, has become a community of choice, certainly for people that are retiring from the farm and don't maybe want to go to a larger center, but they want all the services that you've spoken of. Uh, and so Melford becomes a community that they choose, but also young families a lot of people find themselves working away from home. And, and uh, so this is the type of community where they like to leave their family, where they know that the family is safe and that they can access all these activities and, and services. Uh, they can get around the whole town. They basically, Melford's a kind of community. You can let the kids, uh, you know, uh, travel across the community to go to a facility or whatever and feel relatively safe. And so we see even young families choosing this location, uh, some of which maybe don't even work in the region, but travel uh, away to work and then come back for a period of time. So everything in between. Um, and so it's a bit challenging when you're trying to, to serve all those needs, but uh, that's, that's what our goal is, is to, to uh, uh, serve all of those ages within our, our community. And I think that we probably have a very balanced combination of all these various different age groups. Fantastic. Just as you were talking there, I thought of the question, what, what is Melfort's growth curve looking like? Is it a fairly steady rise? What are we seeing from that? Well, Melfort, like all communities in Saskatchewan, saw things change uh, uh, somewhere around 2006, 2007, when, and when the province started to see uh, a growth in our population. And Melfort was uh, also benefited from that. Uh, since that time and carrying forward right to, to this this year, uh, the city of Melford has exceeded the provincial average in growth. Uh, certainly there are uh, a lot of uh, areas like surrounding the two largest communities that are growing at, at a faster pace. But uh, uh, the fact that we've been being able to exceed the provincial average suggests that our community is a growing community. And, uh, you know, so we have to plan for that. Uh, We expect that our community needs something in the neighborhood of 30 new uh, living units on average per year to meet the demand and the growth. Um, And and that can be challenging some years to to see that many either new homes constructed or or apartment buildings constructed. Uh, Without a place to live, people can't choose to live in your community. And so we strive... uh, uh, every day to make sure that we increase the uh, options that people have if they choose to, to live here. 
Right. And that ties directly into our next set of questions. So um, I, I'm a little uh, unsure of the, the specifics on this, but this is why we're talking to you today, Brent, about uh, some of the incentive policies that Melfort has for population growth. And so I'm just going to run through here. Let's start with the residential growth policy. Can you quickly explain it and how that might benefit folks who are in Melfort and or deciding to come to Melfort? So uh, the city has established a number of policies. They're all dis- d- developed ar- around the idea of development. And so if people are, are uh, adding to our inventory of households in our community, we want to encourage and incent that. And so that starts with a single family home. Uh, we have policies in place whereby uh, in many of our neighborhoods, we give a tax incentive for anyone that builds a new home in those neighborhoods. And uh, that can, that, is a three-year exemption on their taxes. It uh, is an incentive to see new development in older neighborhoods where maybe there's uh, there's either been a vacant lot or there might be a, a home there that's kind of beyond its life and needs to be replaced. And so uh, there we can say, we call those infill lots, and it's, it's, there's very few infill lots available in Melford anymore because those policies have been widely used and encourages people to do that. We also have the, in that same policy, we offer an incentive, the city of Melford develops our own new development lots. Uh, and so we offer a rebate to people that purchase in those neighborhoods uh, to develop a new home there. And we, we actually give them a cash rebate when they complete their, their development. And they can use that for furnishing their new home or going on a holiday, whatever they wanna do. We have a $6,000 rebate that we offer to uh, those new homeowners. Wow. And, and, and then the thirdly in the residential area is that we recognize with um, with the price of real estate increasing across the province that people were more and more staying in rental units longer than maybe they used to. And that, you know, purchasing their first, first home sometimes took people a little longer in order to get the down payment they needed or, or what have you. And then lifestyle, some people have chosen that they maybe want to rent. And so the demand uh, in, the, in the rental market has increased. And the construction in the rental market was not keeping pace at the same rate. And the province recognized that and they put in some programs uh, oh, about 10 years ago where they, they offered uh, uh, incentives for people to develop uh, uh, investment properties. And so they asked the communities to come on board with incentives to match those so that we could uh, extend uh, the, the provincial uh, incentives in our community. So we were one of the first communities to get involved in that. And our strategy was that we really wanted to increase our, our rental inventory. And as a result of uh, our policies, we put policies into place that uh, at one point in time, we were actually paying a, uh, a fee per door for each new uh, rental unit that was created, a cash rebate, uh, as you, if you would. And now our policy has, has uh, changed over the years, and now we offer it. A, an exemption on taxation for new uh, multi-unit purpose rental, purposely built rental uh, properties, uh, where we give them a five-year tax exemption. So it it, uh, it helps the property owner there if if our um, rental rates are maybe a little below the return on investment that they were seeking, um, they're able to factor that in. And that uh, in the case of our community, uh, you know, uh, our rental rates are fairly strong. Our vacancy rates are very low. And so combine that with the tax incentive that we've been able to offer, we've managed to attract uh, investment property 
um, developers to, to build new properties. We've seen probably a 30 to 40% increase in our inventory of rental properties as a result of that policy over the last 10 years. And, um, uh, you know, in a community such as Melford, where we say we need 30 units per year to kind of keep pace with the growth that we're having, uh, obviously some of those units need to be in multi-unit properties that are available for rent because not everybody's going to be able to own. And so um, we see that uh, multi-unit properties, particularly if they've got 10 or 12 units, that they, they kind of come in ebbs and flow. Last year, we didn't have a, a multi-unit uh, development constructed, but that's not unusual because the previous year we had had a 24-unit apartment building that went up. And so sometimes, you know, the, uh, the investors want to see that the marketplace can support all of the existing rental units that are available. And so now we're back at, uh, you know, where we were two years ago before that new property came online, where we're finding that people are saying that it's challenging to find a, a property. Um, we get inquiries at the city here if we can help them find property owners that have units available for rent. And we hear of very few uh, vacant units. And so when the climate kind of gets back to that position again, we're anticipating that, you know, now would be the time that people will start looking and see it as an opportunity maybe to construct another pro project. So for someone outside of Melford and looking at it just based on the population and saying 5,000 people, you know, that's not a big enough community for me to invest in. Uh, what would you say to them as far as the, the, the surrounding business that Melford does that makes that population of 5,000 much more viable as a rental market? Yeah. So, so with our population in the city of 6,000 people, but 20,000 people uh, living, you know, uh, within a 10, 15 minute drive to the city, certainly our community is larger than, than our immediate population. Uh, but in addition to that, we serve the, the whole region, which is about 40,000 people. And, and so we're finding that uh, when it comes to investment property uh, developers and the choices they're making, they want to know that not only is there a sufficient rental market, that they can uh, have a good revenue stream with their property. But they also want to know that the, the property is somewhat liquid. If they need to sell it, that there's a market for it, that investors will purchase it. And so uh, we established those policies to make sure that, you know, the tax incentive helped um, with the fact that, I mean, you can't build in Melford a whole lot cheaper than building anywhere else, but the tax incentive is an addition, uh, help, additional help. And, and then we found that investors found Melford was was the, just the size of community where they're still considering that, that they, they could invest in. And that if they went uh, further out or communities that surround us that are a little bit smaller, they're a little hesitant to make such a major investment in a community that size for fear they could end up with some vacancy or that they might have to reduce their rental revenue uh, rates in order to attract uh, renters. Or when it comes time to sell that, that the investors may not be interested in a community that size. So we've found that we're, 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 um, we're just beyond that point. And so we've been able to get investors that uh, look at the community in Melford. Uh, we saw as a result of that, that some of the surrounding communities where it's challenging to attract those investors, that uh, some of their housing needs are being met in Melford, where people maybe get a job in that surrounding community and they choose to live in Melford because that's where the, the available inventory of housing is. And so it's not uncommon for us to have people living in Melford and traveling 15, 20 minutes to a surrounding community because that's where their employment is. We think that they're attracted to Melford for other reasons also, as I mentioned, as being a retail service center, it means 
the retail services are uh, more available here for them. Uh, healthcare, education, some of the recreation opportunities that maybe wouldn't have in a smaller community. So, uh, so we find that you know even the employment opportunities that are in the outside, surrounding outside communities are attracting people to live here because they choose to live here and then and then maybe commute for work. A good example of that is uh, St. Brew, which has the Borgo Industries, uh, a major manufacturer there. Um, you know, they would be employing in the area of, you know, 500 people, certainly probably more than, well, I know more than half of them live in Melford, even though they work 20 minutes out of the city. Uh, and, and so uh, I'd say to investors, the opportunity is here. People desire to live here. There's a demand here. And there's also a good return on investment. If you do need to, to sell that property in the future, you're going to find other investors will be interested in. Fantastic. And just kind of rounding this out, the business incentive policy. Can we quickly just touch on that? So we also have a business incentive policy in the community, and that is to attract uh, additional retailers and businesses to our community so that we can maintain our position as being the, the, the uh, retail hub and the major service center in the area. And so uh, we offer for new businesses coming into our community, we offer them a three-year tax exemption if they're developing uh, a new property. That new property in the future will be something that, this, that will add to our tax base and support all of our services that we have here. So it benefits the city. For them, it allows them an opportunity to keep their costs down in their initial first few years, uh, which often is a challenge as you're building up your, your business and, and increasing your uh, gross sales. Uh, in addition to that, we offer an incentive for existing businesses uh, because it's one thing to encourage new business to come to the community, but we recognize that over the years, there's been businesses that have supported the community and paid taxes year over year. And so we offer a policy if they want to either add on to their property or build a new, uh, a new building, we offer them an incentive as well. And we extend to them a four-year exemption uh, for any improvements or new building that they might construct. And we've had businesses that have you know made that decision locally that it's it's good to reinvest in their business, um, uh, and they've they've utilized this this particular program and said that it's been a factor in making that decision to to invest. Sure, and and just quickly, Brent, with all of this stuff, I'm guessing it kind of goes hand in hand. Residential, uh, your your renting market, your business, it all kind of adds up. And everything kind of works in unison to kind of continue to grow the city of Melford. Would would you say that that's the case? Oh, for for sure. And and you see that in the statistics. And I mean, even with some of the developers, uh, you know, we've got a regional shopping center that we've been developing here in the in in the city. And you know, one of the things that they uh, informed us with, you know, right from the get go, is that that the commercial development follows the residential development. So as people move in and there's more households in the community that spurs on commercial investment because people see that as an op opportunity. And you would see that even in, in larger cities where they build a new residential neighborhood and immediately following that, there's, there's a small uh, neighborhood shopping center that sprouts up with that to serve that population. And it works the same way here. And so we have to kind of keep turning that over, increase the housing to increase the businesses, increase the housing to increase the businesses and, and, and keep turning that, that over so it keeps happening that way. That's fantastic. So just quickly touching on it, Brent, if people wanted to learn more about these specific policies and what Melford is doing, where's the best place to send them? Well, firstly, all that information is available at melford.ca. 
Uh, and if they visit our website, all our policies are, are listed there and they, they can uh, certainly uh, go there and access that. Also, all the demographics concerning the, the, the mix of our population and the things that are driving growth here are listed there as well. Um, and, and they're certainly welcome. And that's one of the nice things about being in a smaller city is they're welcome to reach out and give us a call or send an email uh, and they'll get personalized services here. Uh, you know, we often uh, help uh, projects right from the beginning to the day they open their door, uh, you know, work their way through whether it be the red tape or the application process for a variety of things and, and the permitting that they need. So we're here to help service them that way and, and uh, see our community grow as a result. Fantastic. So Brent, I'm going to throw a, a curveball at you here. Uh, everyone who comes on the show, I ask him this specific question. And it's if you had, uh, say, a million dollars and you could buy any property in Saskatchewan, where would you buy? <laughs> well, incidentally, just this morning, I just got off the bank, off the phone with my banker because uh, I'm looking at buying investment property in Melford. So uh, I think that that's where I probably would choose to invest. Fantastic. Uh, Brent, anything else to add before I leave you today? Um, if, if people want to get a hold of you directly, uh, if they have any more questions about this, what's the best way for them to get in contact? Well, like I say, certainly they can go on our website. They'll find my email address there. They'll also find uh, the phone number. They can call City Hall uh, and call me directly. And, and uh, I'll certainly explain all of the advantages and, and help them with the project they have in mind. Awesome. Brent, thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Great. Good to be with you. Thanks again to Brent for coming on the show. If you're new to the channel, thanks for stopping by. Share this content with your investor friends. If you found it informative, make sure to like and subscribe for more content every week on Saskatchewan Real Estate. If you're a city or someone involved in Saskatchewan cities that has a lot to offer, feel free to reach out to me on social media. I would love to help promote your community. This has been the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you like this episode, find more information and episodes on our Facebook and YouTube pages. If you'd like to be a guest or have a conversation you'd like to learn more about, let us know by messaging the show on Facebook. Thanks for listening.